The Leia Hirokan Show. Sponsored by Step Finance, your go-to DeFi portfolio manager on Solana. Luno, if you're just getting into Bitcoin, it's the perfect place to start. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Leia Hirokan Show. We have another really exciting episode today talking all about Bitcoin. As always, this show is powered by the VC firm Icon Plus Capital, and it is sponsored by BlockFi. If you're interested in um, joining BlockFi, you can get around $200, I think. They offer really amazing interest rates, much better than what you're getting um, in the fiat system right now. So let's jump into this um, discussion. Today, joining me is Congressman Pete Sessions from the 17th Congressional District of Texas. Let's welcome Congressman Sessions to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. I made it. Thank you very much. What an interesting time that we live in, and especially for Bitcoin. Yeah, absolutely. It's so fascinating to see um, more and more politicians, people from the traditional system getting involved um, and really just, you know, sharing their um, their support for Bitcoin. So I want to go through all of this with you. But before we do, um, you mentioned it is an interesting time and it certainly is an interesting time. So politically, things are a little bit polarized, I'd say more so than ever. Um, I want to just sort of get your thoughts on the general situation, you know, from racism to COVID to vaccines to now impending wars. There's just so much um, polarization. So I'd like to get your thoughts um, on the current political landscape in the U.S., particularly when it comes to the federal government. Well, the federal government is engaged in an experiment that they failed to, at least the, the majority party, failed to let people know what they would be doing. And we had a clear idea about Donald Trump. Uh, economically, uh, more people were working in the history of the country. More revenue was coming into the federal government. Uh, we were uh, working to uh, finish off the wall uh, in on the southern border. Uh, our military was moving uh, towards a different direction. We had taken care of the problem in Korea, North Korea, things were generally good, but I will tell you that Donald Trump loves a fight. And so he had a fight with the American people. And uh, we now see that we have a president uh, who, despite his previous uh, 29 or 30 years in the United States Senate, he has done a reverse course from what had been his past. And uh, from the day that he uh, began the campaign, he was very cautious and quiet, did not give a lot of answers. Day one, he was in the White House. He started on a different pathway, that pathway which has created the further division this, in this country is uh, based on inflation and availability of jobs and COVID and rules and regulations. So I'm engaged in, uh, as a member of Congress, uh, a lot of debate that takes place about rule of law, uh, the border, uh, people coming here, Afghanistan. I mean, if you're, if you're a policy guy, you've got a lot of stuff on your plate. And, and the bottom line is, is that what brings us to Bitcoin, which I think is a, a fair, once again, my analysis, uh, Bitcoin has become very popular uh, because we're trying to turn the dollar into something that is less than 
than something that would be strong and stable and, and be prepared for the future. So many young people have looked up in the last couple of years. Now I know Bitcoin, you know, a lot of money was made uh, 10 years ago moving forward, but increasingly the popularity is that people who are younger than I am between you and me uh, in our ages, they want to be able to know that the work that they do and the money that they save and the stability uh, of financial transactions is in their own personal best interest. And that's what the blockchain is. That's what cryptocurrency represents. That's what Bitcoin is. It is a, an opportunity for you to invest, for you to have this safety and the security of the of the transactions that will take place that you can control much of it your own destiny and so uh i've got a 35 year old son who's a medical doctor uh, he wants to be successful in life 15 20 30 years from now uh, i have uh, at, at my age i've lived off the stock market i've lived with investment uh, and people who are younger need that same opportunity. Last, lastly, the bottom line is the stability of the currency in a world market is coming increasingly under pressure. And that world market means that there are others that want to overtake the dollar. They do not want the dollar to be the dominant uh, currency. And so this new Bitcoin, this new cryptocurrency, this new way to look at life is uh, is one chain across the whole world uh, and very interesting, I think, has a bright future. I, as a member of Congress, want people to know that we need to study and understand this as members of Congress. I sit on the House Financial Services Committee, uh, one of the senior members of that committee. I get in the debates. I see uh, what the Fed is doing to the dollar. I want to see what regulation would do, what is proper regulation, how should we look at uh, cryptocurrency and uh, to make sure that America and Americans become world leaders and the stability of the United States right with that. So that it makes America look good. We'd like all the money in the world to flow to the United States, I'd say Texas. Uh, and the last part is uh, that uh, Riot Blockchain is uh, owns a the largest bit mining Bitcoin mining operation in North America, just about 60 miles south and east of Waco, Texas, where I sit right now. So, a lot of interesting things, not just about uh, blockchain and Bitcoin but about cryptocurrency uh, from the high side. So clearly um, a lot of appreciation for the industry, which I like, and you mentioned a lot of things there like education and regulation, um, inflation, and you know the, the issue with the dollar. And we're gonna get into all of that, but before we do, um, something which is particularly interesting about Texas, which I'd love to get your take on, is the exodus that we're seeing from these Democrat states like California, like New York. Um, I think even Elon Musk uh, made that comment that you know he's moving down, or I think he's already moved down to Texas. I think it's Tesla um, that moved um, their headquarters down to Texas. So um, why do you think there's this massive exodus to these more conservative Republican states like Florida and like Texas? And also, what does that then mean um, 
for, I guess, the landscape in the US, do you have any concerns about this exodus towards Texas? Well, the, the, the concern is, is maybe uh, misplaced. Uh, and, I, and I do want to address that. Uh, we, you've had the, the, the problems are in California and these other states. California's lost 151 billionaires of, of recent. And many of them have moved to either Colorado, Arizona, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, or to Texas and Florida. They have sought these places, at least to Texas and Florida, from a perspective of their less tax states. They do not want to take you know, a death tax. They don't want to take your money. California chases people down five years after they have left. They're after desperately money. And it's because they have an insatiable appetite from their uh, government to give things away, to create uh, problems uh, out of other people's wealth. And it's easy to spend money that is not yours oh, yeah. when it's your money and you're trying to be judicious and careful and balanced about it. You tend to be a little bit, I'm going to use your term, more conservative. Well, yeah, we do. And I, I think that is true, but we're also not here to take your money. So it's a freedom issue and freedom is just as important as any of these terms uh, as opposed to conservative freedom means that you will have a chance to come and make your own mark, to make your own money. Uh, we want you to take care of communities and organizations and other people. We're not like we don't care, but it's yours. And it's a fundamentally a freedom issue. And then I find that the people who are engaged in, in the last three weeks, I've spent a good bit of time at Bitcoin type uh, conferences and meetings, mm. very benevolent people, people who care very deeply, not only about others, but about the future. And so I, I would not offer nothing but accolades for the type of social responsibility, caring about others. I have a Down syndrome son. I care about disabled people. I care about people who cannot take care of themselves. But that doesn't mean that we give away the uh, necessarily the riches or the savings or the opportunity from other people, but rather to build them into uh, the, 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 uh, the enterprise system that we believe in. And, and I think that's, that's a great thing. So fear, no. Freedom, yes. I agree with you on that. Freedom, absolutely. I'm actually from London and I'm I'm moving to Miami for freedom purposes. So there well, you go. I, it was either that or, or Central Texas. I could not tell for sure that accent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely having to move to Miami. But let's go into Bitcoin um, because, you know, you obviously shed a lot of um, appreciation for it. Um, I want to understand firstly, actually, how you first came across it and what your initial thoughts were. The... Uh, Initial thoughts that I have go back uh, easily 10 years where I began talking about it and people looked at me with strange tones and strange looks. And uh, of course, uh, as you know, uh, some of the people that were the first into the business 
have done very well. But I think that over time, the stability and the growth factor and the opportunity for people to own and keep what is theirs, they don't mind paying taxes. Well, they know they have to, but, th but they, they want to make sure that it's not uh, given away. And Democrats, uh, and this is just a fact, our, our, Democrat, our Democrats love to spend money, your money. They love to take away your freedoms. And they're a very expensive group of people. They have been expensive uh, ever since I've known them my whole life. They, they like to take other people's money and then throw uh, epithets at you, uh, about you, to, to take advantage of you. What we need is an opportunity, and so I came across this, to pay attention. To pay attention and listen and see. Uh, it has led me not only here in Milam County, Texas, Rockdale, Texas, maybe a term that you know, uh, where the largest Bitcoin mining operation is in North America, but also to the attributes of the blockchain, the attributes of this new technology, the attributes of confidence that young people have that they want a bright future also. And so every bit of that has piqued my interest. And I want us to be successful. As I've said, I would like um, anybody that wants to have their business or job here in America, will take that money and, and do great things with it. You mentioned that Democrats like to spend other people's money. And I understand that. Um, and Ted Cruz actually made a speech um, a couple of months ago saying how um, politicizing Bitcoin, saying that the left don't like it because they can't control it. Now, this had two reactions within the community. The first reaction was, wow, you know, we have this senator, um, you know, talking about Bitcoin. That's amazing. However, the second reaction was that they didn't appreciate that it was being politicized. Um, and there's a there's a comment and a narrative that Bitcoin is, in fact, apolitical. So I'd like to get your take on that. Do you think Bitcoin um, is apolitical and with that in mind, do you think it's going to eventually become um, a partisan issue? These are all very interesting questions. And in fact, I have seen, as you suggest, uh, crowds of people. I've been in Houston. I've been in Miami. Uh, I have seen people who probably are apolitical, who also don't want it politicized just as much as I would say uh, the socialist in the crowd. Uh, but the, the unavoidable facts of the case, the factors and facts are that the Democratic Party wants the money. They want to take what is there, which means that they want to invest time into rules and regulations that will create barriers uh, and hurdles uh, for them that will make it harder for the investor put the money in, to make money, and to take it out. Uh, and right now, there is uh, an opportunity in Washington, D.C., as we look at what we're doing, and you can kind of see the facts and factors as they play. I, without regard to politics, uh, Treasury Department does not want anyone to be able to get an IRA off of their, uh, what might be Bitcoin. Bitcoin, if it's going to take off again, 
needs more people who will buy into the system. And right now, uh, some of our larger brokerage firms and some of these other uh, political uh, entities that are called Democrats, they tend to err on the side of then other issues that are germane, but that may or may not be truthful. And one of them is the energy industry. And you have seen where Sierra Club uh, in their calculations have stated that uh, it will be Bitcoin, uh, it will be mining, it will be cryptocurrency uh, because of the mining operations that would use excessive amounts of energy, electrical energy. Well, there is some balance to that because a good number of people who are now in the Bitcoin industry are getting into green energy. They're yeah. trying to feed what might be the grid system with green electricity uh, that came, comes directly from their money that they invested to be a part of it. So I think that there are some things that are uh, givens that uh, our friends that are Democrats do want to pay for the government. They want to take other people's money, uh, but we're trying to keep it into a territory uh, that is, as you suggest, apolitical. Yeah, I think you're right. It is this, it's going to be an inevitable politi politicization, if I can put it that way, of Bitcoin, unfortunately, despite the technology being apolitical. Um, naturally, that's going to happen when it comes down to, um, you know, empowering people to take ownership over their over their freedom and their assets. You mentioned um, regulation there. And, um, you know, we, we've seen a lot of hostility um, from the, the government when it comes to Bitcoin. Um, so the question is, what is the concern that America gets left behind when it comes to this innovation? I say this today, actually, particularly because Australia have confirmed the Bitcoin um, spot ETF, but America still doesn't have one. Canada has one, but America still doesn't have one. So what are the dangers of America being left behind and how likely is that? Well, I think I think left behind is perhaps a, an appropriate term, but I think what, what might be uh, really a way to look at it is we, we would be delayed to or we would miss, miss the market entry. The mm. uh, entrepreneur is the person. Uh, we typically uh, have these uh, sayings in the free enterprise system about IPOs, initial uh, product offering, an IPO. And many IPOs in our history, some fail, but a good number also make a good bit of money because their value then becomes seen uh, by the public uh, and universally then the, the power related to their proximity to making money rises the, 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 the uh, amount of, of wealth. And so I think it's important that ideas like IPOs uh, be owned by Americans, that we put our entrepreneurial hat on. Uh, am I opposed to England? No. Do I want to see England make it? Heck yes, uh, especially given uh, their recent history would need to be in, a, in an economy that is growing and strong. But not being British, I don't want to tell the British what to do, but I do want to tell Americans we need to be smart. We need to use our entrepreneurial uh, uh, ability that we have. We need to create the goods and services. We need to be able to create the best ideas. And that is what I want America to achieve 
in this whole effort. And then I want the government not to crush it. You know, they're good at killing the, the killing the baby in the in the crib. And uh, we had this same issue as we dealt with the internet. How were we going to deal? Were we going to tax the internet? And at some point, it became big enough where we said, "Okay, it can stand on its own two feet." Mm-hmm. And America has prospered, but so has the system. And that's where the knowledge of the free enterprise system, the knowledge of this uh, Bitcoin, uh, blockchain, uh, the opportunity, we need to own that because there are many, many, many opportunities behind that for people to enrich themselves and our great nation. Yeah, you make an interesting point, actually, about England. Um, obviously, I'm from there and their lack of um, innovation when it comes to crypto um, compared to Miami's innovation, because um, they obviously have a mayor who's really, um, you know, pushing forward with Bitcoin and Miami coin and all these sorts of things um, is what drove me here. Um, so, you know, I'm now adding value to this economy rather than among the London other, economy. Right. Among, among other things. Many other things, um, freedom and, and many other things, but being, you know, just on a small scale, that's it simply playing out. So if places refuse to innovate, the innovators will leave. Um, and so, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, that's, that's one of the major concerns. Um, I, I mean, I think the thing you bring is excitement and opportunity uh, to our shore and uh, the confidence. We need confidence that uh, it just, just like the way I think about the future. There are a lot of people that are worried about the future, and I am very robust. I think, number one, there's no problem that we can't solve. And number two, I want to run at the future knowing we've got good answers. And good answers come from smart people. I like to say, I'm not trying to be this way so much, but Texans have the answers. And I think Texans, <laughs> have, well, we do. We, we, why, why, do why are people fl- fleeing to Texas? There you go. Why are they coming here? Well, it's not because we got bad ideas. It's because we've been able to harness that opportunity with the, the affection that you spoke about. So, I, I look, I understand why you're going to Miami as opposed to Waco, Texas. I get that. Uh, but, but we've got to come too. say hi. And well, there you go. And Florida has it. I mean, Ron DeSantis, as, as the young governor, uh, has really stepped up. And, and of course, the, the mayor uh, there in Miami wants Miami to be the, the Bitcoin capital of the world. Uh, good for them. I like it. I sense some uh, some healthy some healthy state competition that I can expect. Well, there's not, sort there's of not as I'm much thinking. competition as you think there is. Okay. But we'll let you live there and we'll let you enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> great beach there. Absolutely. You mentioned um, at the beginning of the conversation about the um, the lack of stability right now um, with the dollar. So I'd like to just go into what are the biggest problems facing the U.S. dollar right now. Well, the biggest problem is inflation. The biggest problem is excessive government spending. And the bottom line, which is undeniable, and is that, that our friends, the Democrats, have made friends with the things that create, push, and add to inflation. And, and that's their go-to guy. That is what they have chosen uh, overwhelmingly to do, and they're not wanting to back off that. When you do things that create circumstances to where either you put money in that somebody else's money or you borrow money to make up for your own deficiencies, 
you are going to then get away from that market, that ability. So in this case, uh, there's a, a guy named Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. Uh, the president gets into office and immediately goes to his Fed chairman, his Treasury chairman, uh, Janet Yellen, uh, and they put a demand on for the federal government to begin issuing loans, bonds for $110 billion a month. And what that does is it does at least two things that have created the third. And number one, it, it changes uh, who's paying money in. And it became the federal government. And the federal government took that lead and authority and responsibility, but you got to pay it back. And so by taking out these loans, it means that our debt load is increased greatly. So if you think of America's green, our uh, Fed, uh, as like a great big bucket of green paint, green for money, uh, value, uh, investment, uh, opportunity, savings, uh, and, and then you pour a bunch of loans into it. That's be like throwing a different color paint in. I don't know whether it's white or purple. It changes the green to a different color. And that is what they're doing. They, and we call that devaluation of the dollar. So what is happening is, is that in order to float our boat, to meet the political considerations that our friends, the Democrats wanted, they didn't want people to go to work even today. Even today, we'll call this, we'll act like today is 4.15. I know we're a, a day or two past that. But April 15th, even April 15th, the Office of Personnel Management out of the White House has not given instructions for federal employees and agencies to get people back to work. If you look at their FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, the questions and answers all come from a year and a half ago when President Trump was in office. And I assume there is some relationship here. These cats don't even, under Biden, don't even want to come to work themselves. They want to, don't want to do work, and yet they want to be paid. And our economy, which we are a capitalist nation, I hope, the economy kind of. has to have people that go to work, that pay taxes, that move our economy. And Democrats, once again, they're very expensive. The group of people that are very expensive, they're very snobbish. They want to take your money out of your pocket, out of your future, out of your opportunity, and have you pay it to your favorite uncle. And so what's happened is, is that Uncle Sam now, has taken this money and borrowed it, but we have to pay it back. So the, the, the biggest problem that we've got is inflation. No, it's also the Democrats want people to stay at home. They want teachers not to be in the classroom. Without our teachers in the classroom, parents cannot go to work. You can't schedule yourself. We have uh, blockchain issues, literally, I'm going to use that term in the free enterprise system right now, uh, where people cannot, aren't going to work. And so huge just-in-time delivery systems, whether it be pipes or hoses or uh, cars or food, 
all these things are being put in a way that is delayed. So there is a scarcity of, of assets and resources out there when there's a scarcity, but people still need it, the highest bidder then pays the most for it. And that is what has caused inflation to go up. So once again, perfect storm for the Democrats and President Biden. But like anything else, get ready because November is the election and Republicans are going to be able to, I think, sell properly to the American people of what is happening. This is a grab for not just their wallet. This is a grab for changing America the way we look. And they want us to be socialist. And about half those cats want us to be, they want us to be a communist nation. I still love to say to them, please show me where it works better than the United States. And their argument is very plainly, well, it doesn't work very well. Well, it may not work very well, but it works better than anywhere else. And I'm proud to be not only a, a Texan, I'm proud to be for the free enterprise system. I'm a capitalist. Yeah, I definitely agree with you that um, at this rate, America is going is going down a more socialist path. I mean, I've had some conversations with um, business owners down here in Miami and um, people are saying that they just can't get people back to work. Um, and they had that issue mainly during the pandemic because people were literally getting paid to stay at home. Um, and so, That's exactly right. The federal government yeah. is taking money and taking a loan out for it and telling people, <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. There's, there's going to be heck to, pl- to pay. And that heck is what is, a, it's, it's a technical term, but it, it is a uh, uh, recession. Yeah. And um, you mentioned the election in November. You previously uh, previously tweeted um, that Bitcoin is aligned with American values. So what are these American values um, that you think Bitcoin is aligned with? And obviously, how do you see that alignment? Well, very plainly, the most obvious thing is, is that we want people to have freedom and opportunity and to plan for their own future. Uh, the entire blockchain uh, invention is innovative. It is creative and until proven otherwise safe. So I want America and Americans just like yourself. I mean, you're the one that wanted to come here. Probably we didn't even invite you. We should, but you see where there's opportunity and that opportunity will lead to uh, a lifestyle and an opportunity for you to bring also the things which you believe are right. Now, this is where... (laughs) We kind of got into this earlier about, well, is there kind of dangerous that all these people are coming to Texas? We're coming from California. They're going to have to understand there's no place after this to move. You just can't embed your government and give them the authority or responsibility just to spend like drunken sailors. You've got to work within the best interest uh, of people. And so... I, I think we're going to do that. The best part about this is opportunity. America needs to own the future as we have the past for a long time. And Americans have the creativity, the objectivity. And I am very proud of Bitcoin people because they have come with a the balance. They care about 
health care. They care about disabled people. They care about uh, giving back to their community. We want them to do that with their own wealth, too. So, in, so let's focus on Bitcoin. I really want to understand what is it specifically about the technology that you like and you think would add value to America? Well, it is once again an opportunity for people to own their own piece of the rock. It's an opportunity for them to know that the, they can go online. They can see the relative value of the, the success of the currency. It is not easy to see that. As a matter of fact, we tend to go, even though we've seen some output uh, in, in the stock market, it is hard to see the dollar. And the dollar is what we're talking about. So every time you, if you do want to look up and look at it, you realize it's getting rocked. It's, we're taking advantage of it. We're borrowing too much of it. Its stability is in question. Uh, there's competition around the world. Uh, whether we are uh, creating more wealth or not, whether the government is worried about that sole factor too. I mean, the government is taking advantage of us. The Democrats are, are causing our own demise. So look, it's easy to see if you can get a stable, necessarily a stable system where you can have better control by looking at it on your phone, powerful. So there's some concern um, amongst people in this community, amongst Bitcoiners, that politicians will say that they're pro-Bitcoin for votes, right? Um, and this is something that people are concerned with. And we've seen politicians, um, I hate to use the term, but it sort of seems the only way to sort of put it out there, sort of come out as pro-Bitcoin, right? Um, and then later on, um, say that they are against Bitcoin mining. So I don't like to name names, but this is something very concerning that, that we've seen yeah. mainly from Democrat Democrat mayors. Um, so what would you say to people who may be concerned that perhaps, you know, you're just trying to win votes? Um, what would you say to them to sort of ease their concerns? Well, first of all, I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, it, and it is true. It is true that, that the uh, other party, the Socialist Party, have been taken over by a large faction that many of them actually see what they believe is the same problem with the world, and that is uh, what might be uh, uh, this energy issue, the, uh, the chance to, to hate oil companies, a chance to want to go green with everything, a chance to spoil and, and, and change what might be well-established uh, paradigms uh, uh, of, of money and opportunity to fear. Well, we had this, one of my problems is, I remember a guy named Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter had everybody fear, he's a fear monger. We had long lines uh, all across America and the, and the globe and he just fed that to where, you know, we, not only did we get Ronald Reagan, but we started learning more about, are we really running out of energy? Are we afraid of our future? Is there not something that we can use time and technology and, and ingenuity? Right now, today, there is more 
online. We know this more natural gas than we've ever had. And that's because of not just discoveries, but that is because of, of a demand that we have. And so America is the Saudi, Saudi Arabia of, of this uh, very important uh, asset, nat gas, natural gas. And yet lots of states and lots of territories and places, they won't go and even dig into this. So look, it's money's going to be made. There's going to be opportunity. We need a clean opportunity. We need an opportunity to have clean energy. I'm all for it. Uh, but we, we are headed that way. We're headed that way. We're not only with hydrogen, uh, but other opportunities. And so I feel very bullish about our ability to have a cleaner environment moving forward, but not putting us all in bicycles, which is what the Democrats want. Okay, so let's go back to the Democrats. We've seen um, a video actually of um, Elizabeth Warren um, refusing to understand that Bitcoin um, is not good when it comes to um, criminal activity. Um, she was sort of saying, you know, using non-custodial wallets, um, it can essentially help enable illicit activity. And somebody was trying to explain to her that actually that's not the case because so on and so on and so on. But she refused to listen, um, which was quite sad and quite shocking, actually, um, just to refuse to, to, to learn surprising. something. Well, why do you think that is? So the question is, why do you think, do you think it, do you think it's um, uh, an, uh, perhaps an age thing? Do you think it's perhaps, um, you know, done on purpose? Why do you think certain people refuse to understand Bitcoin and therefore take actually um, a anti-Bitcoin approach? Well, I think it's to, from my perspective, who knows who's right. Uh, that's a freedom time kind of thing in the federal government uh, when controlled by Democrats and the way Democrats operate, they like to control people. They want to control activity. They want to control outcome. Uh, not unusual, but literally every single bill we have in Congress is either more taxes, more spending, more regulations, or the reverse of that. And then you look up the, the person that's behind it. Oh, it's a Republican that wants more freedom and opportunity. See, we know what we do works. We know that. That's why there's more money coming in the federal government than ever when we cut taxes. That's because we incented people to go make it work. And so, look, uh, God made at least two kinds of people. I want to be for freedom. I want to be a Republican. I want to live in Texas. And, and they, they literally uh, are, they think we're absurd here. But let, let people make their own decision. I think I know the right answer and I know where I am. So you're clearly very bullish on Bitcoin. Where do you see Bitcoin's um, place in American society? Well, I see it increasingly over the future. I think the future, uh, I, I, I'm for our country. I don't want to see our demise, but you just cannot take on the tremendous load of spending that we have and, and debt. And, and you, you can't do it your own life. And our country cannot do this and have a brighter future. So as long as we have Democrats that are in control and whether they're running our cities or whether they're running our states or whether they're running our federal government, they will bankrupt us. They will cause inflation to be outrageously uh, uh, 
powerful to where it steals and robs our future. And this is where if you save money, if you put money in and build on that, you can over time make a, a difference in everybody's life. And uh, there's there's a dark side to this uh, big spending. And Democrats are perfectly happy with it. They the, the chairman of the House Budget Committee argued that it doesn't matter how much money you spend or how what you do. It deficits do not harm anyone. And he encouraged it. By the way, he's not running for re-election now. But do you see Bitcoin as a store of value? Do you see it becoming um, a medium of exchange? Do you see um, do you see it becoming the world reserve currency? Do you see it replacing the U.S. dollar? Like specifically, where do you see Bitcoin's role in American society? Well, I see Bitcoin's role in American society as as a uh, opportunity to watch it grow and, and for us to learn. I, I am not for replacing the dollar. I, I'm just not. I think there's enough room to build value to where someone else can have what they want and need also. But in the scheme of things, uh, Bitcoin, as tremendously successful as they are, the, the reserves of this country are in the dollar. They're in the, 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 the backing of not just the federal government, they're in the backing of business. And so over time, over time, I, I, I'm not going to be a naysayer and say it'll never happen. But I don't think it's in America's best interest to get away from the, the dollar being bullish as the main currency. When we start de de using other people's currency, we're in trouble. So you see it as a store of value then as something which could potentially replace gold? I think it's competitive. I think it's very competitive against gold. Gold is that standard bearer that, uh, you know, is a hit what's seen as a hedge against inflation. But uh, there are a lot of things that have got to happen. And one of them is this regulatory scheme that we talk about, the regulatory scheme of what are people going to think about it? What does government think about it? And as, as you know, there have been decisions where uh, Bitcoin cannot be used for uh, an IRA. Uh, you also hear stories about how lots of employees want their company to begin giving their paycheck or at least their bonus uh, in Bitcoin because that they want to use that. I think that to say that Bitcoin uh, is just truthful unless you bought in lately, uh, virtually everything you've got is a uh, capital gain. And when you go to spend money and every time you produce uh, probably a vast amount of taxation off your use of money, that, that's difficult. And so that it, as it, as time moves on, as it, as there's less necessarily, uh, uh, volatility, then, then it could become, but I think there will be other things that come in and, and work, uh, well with Bitcoin, uh, cryptocurrency as we know it. But right now it's very obvious to me that it, it is a, it's a, a high dollar play. It's a, I take my Bitcoin, I go buy my, uh, my Chevy Tahoe. 
I go by my uh, big, big Chevy truck and I, I use that, that was savings that I had, but uh, on, on a basis of using it to, to buy your, uh, your uh, Lone Star beer or to go purchase what might be uh, your, uh, your weekly food, that, that is going to take a little bit of time uh, because you don't want to pay tax on that. You use it as an investment model is my point. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Um, it's been really interesting just hearing your perspective on Bitcoin and, you know, how you see how you see it playing out, um, especially in terms of the politicization um, between, you know, the Democrats and, and the Republicans, the unfortunate um, politicization I'm of it. Side, I'm on the side. We need to let it grow. We need to right. see what it can become. And and I, I think there's a lot of exuberance about it. Uh Caution, yeah, sure. There's caution. There's caution to put the money in the stock market. There's caution about that too, but I, I think that that it it finds its own footing over time. But without any question, entrepreneurship also will build value uh, with goods and services, with things that people do buy and make money with, uh, and it'll be in that system. Yeah, it's been really fascinating. So do you have any final um, comments you'd like to make? Where can people, um, you know, follow you, support you, keep up with everything that you're doing? Yeah, I would say that I'm uh, Pete Sessions, a member of Congress from Texas, the 17th Congressional District. They can look me up and find me sessions.house.gov, sessions.house.gov. comments. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on, uh, you know, all this, I don't know about all, uh, but the major social media platforms, uh, if they'd like to come and engage me, if they told me, hey, look, Pete, we're interested in Bitcoin uh, and cryptocurrency, and I'd please stay up with us. Uh, they can go on my website, sessions.house.gov. Uh, there's a, a place where they can go and register themselves and tell me what they're interested in. Uh, we talk about it. We study it. We're trying to uh, be victors for it. We want to see it uh, do the right thing. And and I think over time, we're going to be there. Congressman Pete Sessions, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate your time. It's really important to have that transparency between um, voters, electorates, and obviously politicians, um, particularly when it comes to these new hot topics. So I want to thank you so much for now, coming on. Now, now, now this weekend, are you going to go to Nikki Beach? Uh, no, probably not. I prefer to be by myself, um, listening to music and zoning out. (laughs) Let me tell you what, if you want to be by yourself, Nikki Beach is not the place to be. Uh, Mike uh, has a great place there, uh, but it's your closest uh, hundred friends. But it is uh, a topic of conversation and Nikki Beach is a very exciting place for for young women like you to... uh, to rub elbows with people for better ideas and let's make America great again. Maybe I'll have to check out Nikki Beach then. I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, thanks so much. And thank you everyone for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.